Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Well, hello, I'm Katie Maloney, and you probably know me from a little show called Banner Bumber Rolls. I've been labeled all kinds of things, a bitch, a bully, and a mean girl. But there is so much more to a person than what you see on TV. Tune in every Friday as I talk to some of my friends and castmates, celebrities, comedians, medical professionals, and maybe some political figures. And by the time we're done, you're going to love me. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. Today, I'm joined by Lauren and Cameron, who were everybody's clear favorites on Love is Blind, which is a Netflix show where you see 30 contestants make a connection without even seeing each other. So they're both in, so they're all in different rooms. They're all in pods and they go on separate dates and they are meant to fall in love and one or two of them end up getting married, which I, I mean, I call it the social experiment, but these two were everybody's favorite. I'm very excited to be joined by you today. And welcome, Cameron and Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for having having us. I was fascinated by this because it is a wonderful thing because I'm an old-fashioned girl. I'm 45, so I like dating. Dating doesn't exist anymore. These Tinders and everything sort of thrown it out the window. So I really love what you guys did because you took us back to old-school dating rules. Explain to me how you guys think it's so different. And, And would you suggest this for people? Because I honestly think it's the way to go. I think it's the way to go too. It's really takes it back to the foundations of building relationship, the conversation and thinking about what you want to know about the other person, hearing their life stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the bread and butter of our relationship. Yeah. I definitely think that, you know, conversation uh, is a good way to really set a long-term foundation in the relationship. Because like, like you mentioned in modern dating, you know, everything's so based on the physical, what you look like, you know, what you have, this and that. And I think that us doing Love is Blind really gave us a chance to connect on a deeper, more human level. You know, the things that we want long term for our life, uh, our goals for family, our political views. So 
I think, you know, this is definitely a good way to to start dating. I recommend Oh, it you had everybody. your phones taken away too, didn't you? So you really had to concentrate oh, yeah. on each other. No I love that. No phones, no music, no TV, like all sensory deprived besides <laughs> our conversations each with each other. Yeah, we were talking about dating. When we weren't in the pods, we were talking to the people, you know, the guys or the girls about dating. So it was all all dating all the time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I loved it. First of all, I saw you go giddy all the time and it was so sweet to see considering you know, <laughs> like normally you have someone, you've just had a wall in front of you. So I was amazed, like still see you get those butterflies and go giddy, uh, giddy on the ooh. screen. But actually that's quite, a, that's something else. Cameron, how did it feel to go back and know that 30 other men were dating her? <laughs> like, didn't you all swear? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Four, well, 14 other guys. 14, but, sorry. Yeah, I think after, I don't know, a couple of days, a few days, People knew what was up. There were obviously men who were interested in talking to Lauren, but I, after a while, made my intentions pretty clear to the guys. Like, hey, I'm all in on talking to Lauren. And surprisingly, people were very respectful of that. And I think they just sensed that we had that connection because it, it happened very quickly. Right. So after you get to this point where you, I mean, you guys have been married three years. I think it's just amazing. I really do. And I love it so much because I think the world, as I said, it's just, it's become too easy just to swipe left and right and only think about mm-hmm. what the person looks like. And if they sneeze wrong, you, you just replace them. Yeah. I also, what I love about this is I have so many friends and they procrastinate about the next steps and how to take the next steps. And I think the next step is so important, you know, and that you guys moved in together straight after the show. Right. I mean, yeah. how was that? Because you haven't really dated outside in the outside world. And then you move straight into a house together. I mean, like, do you, I mean, mm-hmm. like, could you not wait or did you wait for sex? Like all of this stuff, like, yeah. are you nervous? Like I would bloody right. die. Like, what if I you mean, don't, are you? Honest, for me, it was a struggle. I mean, talk about it on the show a little bit because, you know, I'm in my thirties. I was used to having my independence. I do things a certain way. I never lived with a man outside of my family. You've so never, me, you've like, never lived right with away, anyone else. No, just like my dad and brother. <laughs> I mean, of course I have boyfriends and they will stay over, but living is a totally different thing. It is, it is. So I'm all about my space. How did he persuade you to move in so quickly then? Or is it the show? You have to. Well, you mean after we got married? No. Did you move in together and then get married or you got married first? Oh, well, yeah. So after we got engaged and there was a point where we had to stay in the apartments together for a couple of weeks before yeah. we actually got married. That's what so even that part for me was just a lot. It was a lot of adjusting <laughs> and it was just for us to really get to know each other, I guess, more on a sped up level because we we're about to get married. Like you need to see what it's like living with this person, waking up next to them. Like what's their habits in the house? Do they leave dirty dishes? Do they fart when they sleep? Like, you know, all types of things. So for me, it was definitely an adjustment. And Kim can contest to this. I was oh, just yeah. used to my space and like little things, like even being protective over my food. Like I'm that person. So. Right. It was kind of rough at first. It was, you know, cause like she said, she'd always just been alone and that's what it was. And then when we moved into the house, I had a house already. So it seemed logical that we would just you know, get together in, in the house. That I, I did keep my uh, condo she for did, yeah. about three to, wait, about five months. Really? Was it that long? Because I kept it until March. We got married in November after okay. we got married. So I kept it for a while because okay. I needed that adjustment, you know, to have a space where I could still go and work and, and do yeah. things. Was and there any just... point you thought, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I still 
don't think that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just. Um, you do? I mean, not well, like. It's a bit late now, Lauren. You're three but... years in. I mean, you should have <laughs> thought about it. Yeah, not, not <laughs> why did I do this, but what am I doing? Like, you know, I'm. Every day is like that for me. I've never been married. This is kind of a new phase of our life. We just moved into a new house together. Like, right. I'm becoming a wife. Like, oh, I'm paying a, a mortgage a now, life. you know? Like, we're talking <laughs> you're about- You're the older babies. woman. Right, you know, I'm grown. This is crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, every day. But he helps me realize that I'm okay because I got a partner and we're doing it together. So that's yeah. what it's all about. And age doesn't matter. So I, I mean, I'm 18 years different. You guys are five years. And I really right. think I was saying, you know, that, that these kind of um, relationships, it's it's becoming so much more normal now and accepted. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that they work better, actually. You know, mm -hmm. um, people are so scared of them because we've been told for so long that, you know, you, men don't like older women. I think that's rubbish. I think men love it's older women. It's not true. Yeah. It's not yeah. true at all. No. We are fine and wine. Yes. <laughs> no, that's right. Exactly. I just say more seasoning, you know? <laughs> hey, I love it, you know, and and when we see people, people think that I'm like the older one, but... Uh, I do in my heart feel like Cam's like I feel like I'm the young fun one, <laughs> and Cam's like the like grumpy old man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's always the way. I'm the young fun one, and I've got a um, old man for a husband. Yeah. <laughs> about the spirit. It's all about the spirit. It's all about the spirit. Never let it die. Like now being around all your friends and family, your, I mean, did your family, your families must have thought both of you had lost your marbles, frankly. Yes. But now they love you both, I presume. Yeah. Um, that was a year. <laughs> they're, they're, they're good. Everybody's good. And you're, you're doing a reality show about your lives. Would you, do you suggest this way of like sort of dating for, to your friends? Like, I mean, do your friends ask you, would you sort of point people in this direction? I mean, not that I'm really sure how you would do this in the outside yeah. world. but Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it has to be as extreme as like going into the pods, but I would recommend like having conversations about things that are important to you on the first day. You don't have to just come out and be like, Hey, this is how I want to discipline my kids. But if you're comfortable enough to do that, that's fine. But I think that it's important to get to the core of who you are, because if you're looking to have a long-term relationship with someone, why hide that? I think so many people are scared to really be themselves when they're dating because they're afraid it's going to scare the other person away. Like, so what do you want somebody who doesn't right. want to be with the real you? That's yeah. the wrong person. That's yes. the wrong person. If you have to try, it's the wrong person, I always say. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It should feel pretty natural, I think. Mm -hmm. I think another aspect of it is to put it kind of bluntly, when you're focused on thinking about sex and getting to that point when you're having sex, it can distract you from getting to really know that person because, you know, you get this tunnel vision on, okay. When are we going to head to the bedroom? Which, I mean, sex is obviously extremely important to a relationship, but I think it's good to put that foundation down of actually getting to know them beyond the physical. Maybe it's cliche to say, but that's that was really the truth for us, I think. I think it's the truth for everyone. I'm really looking at these. I, I find these, as I said, um, these apps, like the end of relationships. I think for young people, they're a disaster because they do um, sort of, well, they're just for sex, as far as I'm concerned, not to get to know yeah. people. And it's right. a shame it's a because, right. yeah, right. it's a hookup app. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, this is the best part, watching what you guys went through, even though it was a short period of time, 
it was mm-hmm. so nice. And I, I could see that you got just as much enjoyment out of, you know, what you were doing than going to a movie or whatever it is in the real world and having no distractions. I mean, no mobile phones, no TV, no one to tell you this isn't the right girl for you. No one to stick their nose right, in. Right. When you did come out, so your, your families are on board now, but what did your family say? And you decided you were going to get married. Oh, they thought that, like, what? Are you serious? Like, they thought that I was crazy. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> what is happening? Right. Pure bewilderment. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I think once they realized that we were actually serious, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like my family trusts me enough to know, like, if you're really considering this guy, he must be something. Because especially my dad, before Cam, I had never took any of my boyfriends to meet my dad. Right. Ever just because I felt like they weren't worthy. I'll just say it. So the fact that the first guy that he's meeting is like, first off, a guy from a reality TV show who I fall right. in love with, but I'm about to marry. Uh, it was a lot. You know, it was a lot. But um, they, our family love each other. We're so oh, close. Yeah. We're Thanksgiving here at the house. Everybody oh, was yeah. here and it was a beautiful thing. It was. It was. Let's take a little break from the show and discuss saving money with Truebill. I love spending money on things and people, but I don't like wasting money. And when I realized how many old subscriptions I was paying for, I was totally shocked. And True Bill can help with this. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business to scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download True Bill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, you will save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel and Truebill makes it incredibly simple. You just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there whenever you need them to, to cancel these unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I think it really is an app that everyone should use. It will really save you money in the long run. As I said, my kids were subscribing to so many apps and games they're no longer using. And me too, when I actually used Truebill, I really saw the savings come through straight away. It's like having an accountant in your pocket. Take control of your subscriptions with the new free Truebill app. Truebill helps you discover hidden, unwanted subscriptions and cancel them just with one click. Truebill empowers you to save more, spend less, and see everything and take control of your financial life back. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at truebill.com slash dnd. Go right now to truebill.com slash dnd. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash dnd. Let's get back to the show. I mean, well, I mean, you're three years in now, so I'm guessing that everybody's on board. Do you want to have babies? Is that the next step for you two? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, it's a work in progress, but um, we're, <laughs> we're working on it. We're, exci- we're excited about it. Though. We're excited. And so the reality show is just going to be like your life going on from here every day. So people can see and follow and fall in love with you guys even more. Yeah. You know, I mean, and people speaking of babies, that's the number one thing people ask us about, you know, sometimes they're pretty forceful about it. They're like, mm-hmm. have babies now. 
Yeah. Why are you making videos? Go to the bedroom. Right. The same. Yeah, Relax. it's crazy. <laughs> yes, I just got married like, what two weeks ago, and that's all I get asked is when's the baby coming, and I'm like, I've got right. three already. I've got three babies. I'm 45. I'm going to need a lot of help. It's not just going to yeah, pop yeah. out like that. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. And that's the other thing, the stages that you have to go to that people, everybody wants you to have so fast. Oh, you just got married. Okay, you're going to have a baby now. They're going to move house. Yeah. And you, you, by the way, have done it all in the space of three years. Like you have literally skipped go and gone so fast. Do you worry that like this is just like, I mean, what, you know, when you do settle down, you're going to go, oh, what now? Well, for us, I mean, like you said, uh, we've accomplished a lot in the past three years, but there's so much more that we still want to do. I mean, we're still growing as individuals, of course, and as a couple, we have our own businesses to get on original content. We want to own businesses. We want to take over the world, girl. We want to do it all. So do you work together? Things in the works. We're really excited about. Sorry. Yes, we do work together. We We have a we have a studio. We do, and um, we create a lot of original content. We're creatives, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because that, that I also work with my husband and I once, you know, before I would net my last husband, I wouldn't let anywhere near my office. So I wonder yeah. if the secret to a good marriage is working together too. <laughs> I mean, I do want to kill him sometimes, but it, it is working. Yes. It's hard. But... It's hard. Yeah. There was a period of time where we were butting heads yeah. pretty heavily, but I'm thankful now that, I mean, we still have our, things where we don't always see eye to eye, but at least I feel like we've got a good rhythm and mm-hmm. we can work through it a lot better. We're able to communicate to each other better. Cause at first it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So we've grown. <laughs> see, that's another thing. I wonder if, if that is, you know, like just for people takeaways and things like that, because I would have told you the secret to a good marriage before was space. I actually yeah. think that's the death of a good marriage. Um, yeah. I actually think that this might be going into business and doing all these things together actually pushes you, forces you to communicate, right? Mm-hmm. Forces you to- Absolutely. Yeah. So working together helped us communicate in other parts. The yeah. space is important too, though. Space is important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think for us, we can sense if we've been around each other like too long, 24 seven. So we'll, you know, one of us will go to the studio and another one will work from home. I mean, it's never for super long periods, but. But it's needed. Yeah. Well, then <laughs> I you come home and you're like, too. I missed you. And If you could give like words of advice, dating advice now to listeners, what, what would it be? Like, what do you think is, I don't know, for the modern world, you would change now or get tell people as a takeaway of how to sort of dive in because it, it's not easy now and with COVID it's made it impossible which kind of puts us in because we all are sitting in our own home in a way we could do this yeah absolutely for me I think that the most important thing and I hate to sound cliche but before you can love anyone or get into a relationship you have to learn how to love yourself and know what it is that you want it's like you really have to know yourself before you can date anybody does that make sense because yes. I feel like the process of love is blind. I really learned a lot more about me, you know, going into it and things that I want, the things that I don't want, who I am, my past scars and how they've affected me as a woman and the things that I want going into a relationship that really changed me and opened me enough to be open to being in a marriage. And I really think that that's the first step is get to know you, yeah. you know, what do you really want? That's what opens you up to the world. Yeah. Working on yourself, I think is like Lauren said, that's an incredibly important first step because you, you know, everyone wants this amazing partner, but you know, you should be 
an amazing partner to your partner. You show this should be a, a fair deal, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's, that's an important thing of working on yourself. When I uh, was contacted to audition for the show, you know, I was depressed and I was kind of motivation to think about taking better care of myself and um, focusing on what I was looking for in a partner. So I think it's good to, I mean, even write it down, like what you're looking for in a partner. Um, think about if you have those same qualities or not, work on it. And about when you're actually dating them, what's really important to know, you know, what do they think about raising kids or, you know, just things relating to their values? What are their like routines, daily routines look like? I mean, there's a million things to talk about, obviously, but it's good to have a little bit of planning. Had you lived with people before, um, had long-term relationships before? Me? Yeah, I, I had a bit, you know, not, not a ton, but I, I had lived with people before. Yeah. You were how old, how old when she met you? Oh, was I 28, I think? I met yeah. Sergio when he was 24. Oh, uh. perfect. <laughs> well, he told me he was 31. I didn't know. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah, but 20s are good because I think you're more, you're more open to things. You're more, more yeah. open to things. And, in, and, and it's quite a big step for you to go on a show because honestly, it's probably, is it probably down to the man in the end of the day to like say, okay, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go all the way with this. She had said yes, and you hadn't. It would have, you know, the men normally yeah. need, right? Well, we actually had one of the girls ask the guy to marry her. Right, we did, we did. Oh, so, I remember. Know, was that the older, the one that was in love with the younger one? It was a uh, Gigi. Right. She was actually younger, and she may have been the youngest. I think she was the youngest of the girls. Yeah. yeah. Who was the one I was watching the long blonde hair that liked somebody Jessica. else's guy? Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica. Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah. God, that was painful. Um, I was watching that behind my hands. Liam, I miss Jessica. Do you see Jessica and everyone or not really? Jessica lives in California, so we don't see her that often. And I just saw Diamond for and Ebony uh, for right. my birthday. I had like a big karaoke thing. So they came out. But they were probably the ones that I talked to the most. So there were two of you. I mean, every, everyone else must have been sort of slightly disappointed that, you know, they didn't come, they didn't come out with their, their person. What made you know, Cameron, that was your person? Like really your person? Because it's still like, I, I mean, there's one thing, say you're going to do it, but like going all the way through, there must have been times where you just went, what the fuck am I doing? Like literally. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, a great question. It came down to thinking about, you know, what were things, could I live with Lauren and, you know, the things about her that were maybe challenging, you know, because I think it's easy to think about all the positive things that someone has, which Lauren has very many, but the things that are challenging are the things that are going to be deal breakers in a relationship. So, and we all have them, obviously we all have our little quirks and whatever, but for Lauren, I was like, you know, I, it just basically came down to me thinking there's no one else that I've ever met that I could see myself with like I can with Lauren. And, uh, it was, it was an obvious thing after, after not that much time, it just made sense. You know, I love there that. was, I, as much as I tried to think like, this is too fast or, you know, whatever, it just seemed to be the obvious thing. So let's take a little break from the show and discuss something that is um, very poignant to me right now because I'm in the middle of a move, which I don't know about any of you, I hate. But the good thing is, it is the move that I'm taking on the way to my new home. 
And I have discovered Havenly. Okay, Havenly is for everybody because it really is the number one online interior design service that can help make your dream home a reality with a one-to-one designer and help it tailor your exact style and space to your budget. So here's how it works. You share your inspiration and all the needs that you have for your space. So how many children you have and all this kind of stuff. And they'll match you with the right interior designer who really gets you and your style. Think of them as part friend, part coach, part design therapist. Your designer starts from scratch on every project and works with you one-on-one to learn what your vibe is and sort of weave in the items you love and make your space sort of perfect just for you and your family. They'll even be able to visualize what your new space looks like with 3D renderings of your home and with your new design. Once your design is finalized, you can shop your interior design curated product list featuring brands that you know, like Crate and Barrel, Anthropology, and so many more that we all love. You can choose the furniture and Havenly handles the ordering, shipping, delivery, logistics, concierge team, and manages your orders from all the different brands in one place. And voila, your dream home, Pinterest board is now your reality. Visit havenly.com and use code DND at checkout to design your first room for only $99. That's right. Visit havenly.com and use code DND at checkout to design your first room for only $99. I don't know what you're waiting for, but get on and order now. Happy shopping. Let's get back to the show. What was it I read last night? President Macron said about his wife, um, without her, I wouldn't be me. (laughs) You guys have written a a book together. It's called The Leap of Faith. Is it about your love story? It's just a dating guide that you guys did together for people. Yeah, it's actually the combination of both. Um, It's a little bit about our journey and the things that led us up to go on Love is Blind and just kind of some of the failures of our past uh, in our love lives that really taught us a lot and helped us to open ourselves up to love and even go on a show like Love is Blind. And just the things that we picked up on the way, some dating advice, some jewels that we learned. It's a little bit of everything. You got some recipes, okay? Oh, yeah. Trying to cook dinner for your man and your woman and sit there too. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, we like to call it almost like a modern love manual. Love manual. Yeah. For this show. What an amazing life changing. Yeah. I mean, I've done reality TV and it yeah. d- wasn't that positive for me in that way. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we definitely had a unicorn experience. Yeah, um, they did. actually reached out, they slid in the DMs. Yep, yep. Yeah, no way. randomly. And it was very strange. And we were like, well, I know personally, I was just like, what is this? This is. I'm not doing this. Like I ignored it for so long yeah. and the actual casting person was persistent. Thank goodness for her. Shout out to Lauren Spears. Cause you know, it ended up taking my life. And for me, they sent me this text with a little banner thing that was, it just looked like stock imagery. And I'm like, this seems like some <laughs> weird scam or whatever. Right. They called uh, a f- couple weeks later and left a voicemail. I'm like, all right, let me just see what this is about. I don't know how they got my contact info, but I don't question it. Here, here we are. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, 11-11. I mean, you guys, it was written in the stars, clearly. Yes. I mean, clearly. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing story. I mean, honestly, it's very inspiring. And it's very inspiring that you guys did 
take the leap. I love that you're still married. I love that it's really is a modern day love story. And so many people are inspired by you guys. So keep going. I will be watching. Thank you both so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed it. You're lovely, bubbly, beautiful couple. (laughs) And I wish you all the best. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scenes action.